Welcome to season four of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. I am so excited to share some new ideas and experiences with you and also introduce some more wonderful, fantastic people on the platform. Be sure to visit our site, www.beyourownkind.com to be able to keep up with the latest news and the latest blogs and content. Also, we have a Facebook community that involves giveaways, touch base, and exclusive deals. If you like the content, be sure to tip your girl Lamarcha T on Kofi, located at ko-fi.com backslash beyourownkind24. Thanks again for your continued support and enjoy the episode. Well, hello, Kate. How are you? I am good, thank you. Good, good. Welcome. Thank you for being a part of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. I am thrilled. I love... Um, having the opportunity to speak and let people hear my voice. Yes, I love it. You have an interesting story and I want to get all into it. <laughs> um, but before we do, um, let us know a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Um, I am going into my uh, 50th year of life. I turned 50 this year. I'm very excited. I feel I have earned this um, six ways from Sunday. So this is great. Um, I have three amazing, beautiful girls. Uh, my oldest is going to be 29 next in two weeks. Uh, my middle daughter's 26, and my youngest daughter is 19. My youngest daughter is at University of Oregon studying special education. My middle daughter lives in Boston and works remotely um, for a social media marketing firm. And my oldest daughter just had my first grandbaby and she is a hairstylist. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I am not married. Uh, I tried that a couple times and it just wasn't a good fit for me. <laughs> but I am now with back with my um, high school sweetheart. Um, so we've been together almost seven years now. And I live um, out in Manning, Oregon with him and um, just rediscovering myself after um, leaving my husband of 20 years in my early 40s and have um, done a just a total 180 and I'm so happy to be here. Yes, that sounds amazing. So in, in the form um, that you filled out, you mentioned that you just, you just, Stop, not stop life, but just rebranded your entire life and just started in a home organization company. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, absolutely. So when I um, left my, my husband um, of almost 20 years, we lived in Florida and um, my home is Oregon. That was where uh, my dad was. Um, my mom died of breast cancer at 68 in 2015 and it just kind of made me realize that life was shorter than I really understood it was and that if I wasn't happy I was the only one that was going to change that and so um, I took a year of kind of internally soul searching and that's when I decided that the time that I had spent with that man was done and it was time for me to move on and find my own peace and my own happiness so I did. I uh, got my own apartment and I was um, in it with my 13 year old at the time. And um, I had a great job and I just had this pulling to come home. 
I just thought I needed to come home to Oregon as much as I love Florida and boy, do I miss Florida. I needed to be home. And it was shortly after that I reconnected with Chad, um, my now guy. And um, that almost drug, made that pull even stronger. Um, but I didn't know how it was possible. I hear I have this 13 year old. I, she has a dad in Florida. I just didn't know how it was possible. And then I just stopped thinking and I started doing, and I just kept making movements. And um, without going into too much detail, um, I found myself very abruptly on a plane here with my daughter very late at night. And we started our lives over. We left most everything behind. Um, and I quickly found myself a job working at a winery um, that a friend of mine that I went to high school with actually managed. Uh, they brought me on board. I knew nothing about wine, absolutely nothing. I didn't even really drink it, to be honest with you. I wasn't much of a drinker and so, but the, the winery, if you're, if you know Oregon wine country at all, oh, so beautiful out here. And there was such a sense of peace when I would go to that vineyard that I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. And they took a chance on me. I did some education, learned a little bit about wine, but very quickly realized that I loved being around people. I really enjoyed being around people. I unfortunately in my relationship, both faults on each, each side, but I, I was in a mindset that people didn't like me. I was not likable. People didn't like me. Um, I was told people didn't like me. Nobody wanted to be around me. And I quickly realized that was not true at all. <laughs> and um, just one step after another, uh, I, I tried real estate, didn't love real estate. That game just wasn't my cup of tea, um, but still feeling like I needed more. There was something more I was supposed to be doing. Um, so fast forward four years, working at the winery, still struggling to try and dig myself out of my divorce pits. Um, I had some hand surgery done, um, just to, to, it wasn't anything major, it was just some arthritis, but I'm a very impatient person and I had it in both hands. Mm. So I go in, I drop my daughter off at college at the end of September, like September 28th, her freshman year at U of O. On October 4th, I, I'm in surgery, <laughs> wow. getting my hands taken care of. I thought, well, wait till she goes to school. Chad at the time was also leaving the next day to be out of town for 10 days. So nobody was going to be home. And I thought that's the perfect opportunity. I'll get this hand thing done. Well, when you get both your hands operated on at the same time, <laughs> there isn't a whole lot you can do for yourself. And I really didn't process that through. You would think as an organizer, I would have figured that out, but I did not. So I found myself um, stuck on the couch. Luckily, my oldest daughter lives about five miles away and she would come and just see if I was still alive. Um, but I listened to podcast after podcast after podcast. And one of the I listened to was a young girl. I wish I could remember who it was because to this day, I want to reach out to her and say, you changed my life. I don't know if you're still doing your podcast, but you actually changed my life. She was probably all but 20 some years old. But in this podcast, she was talking about finding your purpose. 
And she said, ask yourself these three questions. And I don't even remember what the questions were, but I asked myself those questions. And I was sitting there with my bandages on my hands and I went, I'm supposed to be doing something and I need to figure it out today. And I just, I can't even express to you or explain the intense thoughts going through my brain and uh, without going into uh, the huge long story of how it came about, but about eight hours later, I knew I was supposed to be an organizer. And um, to piggyback on that, in 2001, when I had first moved to Florida, I was a stay-at-home mom and there was a lady that drove around our neighborhood in a van and it said Roxy's Home Organizing on it. And I was so intrigued by this. Um, I finally took the time to schedule some um, time with her and asked her, what is this? What is a home organizer? And she said, well, I help people with systems. I help with, you know, getting their homework schedules and that sort of thing. And I thought, oh, that's not what I thought. Because for me, with all the moving I have done, I've done, moved over 20 times in my life. Um, organization was something that gave me peace and I loved every single minute of it. And I was the one when I was stressed, pull everything out of my garage and put everything back in and neat and tidy and everything just always had a home and a place. It wasn't the same. My house was always perfect, but organization was a huge part of my life. So that was in 2001. And I, 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 I thought about, should I like look into this more? And I thought, no, it's, it's not what I want. I don't want to work with paper. So I just let it go. So now fast forward again to 2021, October. So 20 years later, and I decide I'm going to do this. And I just get on the computer. I start Googling, look, watching YouTube. And I'm finding out that this is a world. There are professional organizers out there. And they, and I wasn't much of a social media person. So, you know, it wasn't like I followed a bunch of, or I didn't know, like I said, it really existed. And I found some courses I could take. I found communities I could join. And I literally just went one foot in front of the other. Um, prior to that, uh, one little piece I left out my pull to come home, which was, I am so happy I did one year after I moved home, my dad passed away very unexpectedly. So I was able to have an entire year with my dad. Um, and going through that experience and going through his things and learning how to uh, deal with emotions and belongings made me realize it was also prepping me for this new path I was taking. So with a little bit of the money that my dad had left me, I went all in, hired a business coach, web designers, copywriters, um, SEO integration in my website. Um, I bought supplies, bags, tools. I just all in. And I just started throwing my name out there and I have grown so fast. I have a local name for myself now and I love what I do. I impact lives. I help people find peace. Um, I myself have never in a million years had so much self-worth and confidence and appreciation for what I've been through. I wouldn't change one minute of it because it has made me who I am. And I, um, I love sharing that with people. I love giving hope to people. 
Um, and so here I am today. I, I was on a, a, a job consultation this morning. I'm booked the rest of the, I'm booked the entire month of January. Um, I have requests for February. I'm looking into maybe hiring somebody this year to help me on some of these jobs. So it's, it's wonderful. It's fantastic. I love this and I love the journey. Thanks for it. Thank you for taking us. I got all emotional just listening to, <laughs> to your story about how how much you went through to get to where you're at and, and you look so happy and you're just glowing and the fact that you were even going through thoughts of no one liking you or not feeling worthy and and now you're in this um, healthy relationship and your three okay. girls are thriving you're you're like glowing into your purpose and your business is just flourishing and I feel like all of that happens once we decide no more I'm just yes. happiness like yeah I only got one yes. life and no more no more of this this like whatever this is <laughs> exactly and you know I've condensed it down but you're right I, and I love hearing others' journeys. As I, I get so much joy from hearing about hard times people go through, but then clawing their way out of it is just amazing. Amazing. I love, and this is inspirational because now I'm gonna make this interview about me. I'm turning <laughs> 40 and I'm like, oh my God, have I reached my peak? Is life over? No, no. You like, the hell was that at 50? I'm like, yes. Yes, man. You just get to go into overdrive now. Yes, yes. So, um, like, like you said, listen to other people's stories. You kind of, you kind of get inspired. Like, I'm sitting there, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I will be honest with you. I have days where I think, shoot, I think I might be too old. I don't think there's much more I'm going to be able to do. But you know that's not correct and so I just have to keep retraining myself that that isn't correct I think about what has happened not only the last five years but just in the last year of my business and and it's you know it's a compound effect it's this big rolling ball and it's only going to get better it, and I am just I'm gaining more confidence every day more knowledge I'm, I'm meeting new people. I am um, sharing my knowledge with people, which I don't know about you, but sharing what you have learned and earned in this life is a great gift. I love sharing. Anybody that will listen to me gets an earful. Yes, because I feel like it's a, someone, a younger person said this and, I, and it still said with me, she said, I don't know why younger people don't listen to those older than them. They have the cheat sheet. They have the cheat sheet in life. And I'm like, that is so much wisdom for such a young person. She was like, why go through all the hoops and hurdles when I can talk to someone older than me and they can probably, you know, help me skip ahead a little bit without having to go through the growing pains. And I'm like, if we, I thought about listening is so important. It's like someone can just like this conversation can just tell you their story and enlightening. You're like, like I'm t I'm 10 years from 50, so you help me get closer before I reach 50. So just listening to someone and being inspired, that's what it's all about. We don't need to hold it to ourselves because that's not why no. we experience things. We experience things to share with other people. <laughs> Absolutely. That, yes, it is a gift to give to others. But I love that cheat sheet. I love that. I have never heard that before. That is amazing. It is that's amazing. A, and every girl. 
Yes, and ever since I talked to her, when someone older talked to me, I'm taking notes like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone, to later learn that it was going to be okay, and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge, anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. Great. So you are organized, which I love because um, not many people, including myself, <laughs> stick to organization. So I was wondering <laughs> if you could share some tips on the, the starter organized, like how to get there. Okay. So uh, let me, let me ask a question to your question. Do you want to know how to become an organizer or how to become organized? Organized. Okay. I love that. Okay. So I truly believe there are two types of people. I think there are ones that it comes natural to. And then I think there are ones that it, it's a learned behavior. So if it comes natural to you, sometimes an organized, it, it's in you, but you're not organized. And a lot of the times it's because you're a perfectionist. A lot of people do not want to even start if they can't do it perfect the first time. They just say, forget it. I'm just going to live like it is around me. And I do think there are many, many different types of personalities. And I like to study Enneagrams and clutter and the, the, the items around you can really affect somebody and their personalities differently. So for me, walking into a room that is cluttered, minus when I go on consultations, I have a different mindset when I'm in somebody else's house and I'm going in there to help them. I just wanna make that very clear, I do not judge. I do giggle sometimes, but I don't judge. <laughs> oh, and I have found some doozies. But anyway, um, for me, when I walk into a room and it is cluttered, like it, if my desk becomes a nightmare, I, it's almost like heavy metal music playing in my head. I cannot concentrate. I cannot. So I have to have my area in a very cohesive, very um, aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing 
functional space. So that comes natural to me. I've never had to learn that. That's just always how I have needed it. Um, I do believe that some people get so frustrated in life with the clutter that then they're like, okay, I need to figure out how to do this. And that's where somebody like me will come in to play. So I think for me, I help most people that it doesn't come natural to, or they're at a point like today, my consultation was with somebody that is a very put together, neat and tidy person, but her area is not because she's like, I can't, I don't have the time to do it right the first time. So I've decided to do it. So my advice um, to anybody trying to get organized is first of all, figure out what is frustrating you. What, what is it? Because there's so many different levels of organization. I mean, you know, my house is very clutter-free. Um, it's, it, there's a home for everything, but other people don't need as much of a clear free space. So figure out what's bothering you. Is it the clutter or is it that I don't have a home for everything or that I forget my keys or I have, you know, a pile of mail sitting there and I can't, why can't I get to my mail? It's just mail. Why can't I just open it and deal with it? Or why can't I put my makeup back? Or, you know, why is my towel always on the floor? I just want my towel not to be soaking wet if I use it two days in a row. Why can't I? So I think my, my biggest, um, uh, what I try and get through to my clients when I'm on their consultation is what's bugging you and let's figure out a system that goes along with how you think. So, okay, your makeup is always on your counter. You can't put it back in the drawer. Okay, let's make a nice makeup station on the top of your counter then. Think about how to make it simple for yourself. That is what organization is all about. And the one mistake people make, the biggest mistake people make is they run out to the store and they buy bins. <laughs> the container right. store. <laughs> you have bins, don't you? <laughs> I love the container store. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with <laughs> I know. People think if you walk into the container store or if you go down the Target organization aisle, it's magic. As soon as I buy that, I'm going to go home and my house is going to be organized just like that. And it's not. I'm telling you right now, it's not. Now you've just brought more stuff into the house. And guess what those containers are now doing to you? They're making you feel like a failure because you're staring at those empty containers going, great. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm not organized. And now I've just got these containers sitting here. I just wasted that money or you're using them and they're not being used properly. That is also another really big problem. You're not using storage solutions in the right manner. So the very first thing you need to do and always start small. If you're feeling overwhelmed in your space, start small. Bathroom is a really great place to start or some kitchen drawers. I don't recommend your clothing closet if it's overwhelming, you know, right away because that that's a little bit more emotional. There, we have emotions tied to a lot of our clothing, whether it's I want to fit into that someday or so-and-so gave that to me or that was a gift or, um, so start small. And the very first thing you have to do is go through it. What don't you need anymore? What haven't you used in a while? Let that stuff go and then put into little sections. What do I have here? I've got, if you're working on a junk drawer in your kitchen, I've got all my pens here. I've got a tape measure here. I've got some people have like tampons and stuff. Okay. I've got, I've got female products over here. 
okay, why do we have female products in our junk drawer? That's where you're going to go. Okay, I'm moving those into, back into the bathroom. And that's what ends up happening. You start to realize, oh, there's so many things in here that don't belong in here. I need to relocate those. They, they need to go into another room. And when you first start organizing your home, you'll find yourself playing a little bit of musical chairs. You're, you're moving things and moving things and they're slowly getting organized in the spaces that they actually belong. So once you've done that, now is your time. If you're like, hmm, I think my items need some boundaries, which I do believe our items need their own lane. They need their own boundary so they don't spill over. That's when you get that measuring tape out that was in your junk drawer <laughs> and you measure that space. You're going to measure that width, you're going to measure the depth, and you're going to measure the height of the drawer. And you're going to account for any little screw, like screws sometimes stick out. You want to make sure you account for all of that kind of stuff. And uh, you take your measurements with you to the, to the Amazon website. If you're going to order from Amazon or to Target or to the container store, wherever you're going to go. Or if you're going to shop within your house. You're just going to try and, and lay your, th your things out and you're going to put those in those compartments. And really, that's how you do any space. You need to declutter that space before you can really find function to the space. If you continue to hold things in areas of your home that you aren't using, you're going to you're going to continue to be disorganized because that clutter just sucks the life out of us. And there's a wastefulness piece in our brain that sometimes can get buried that makes us feel like we're uh, we're not being good to our things because we're just shoving and putting things deep into the barrows of drawers and cabinets. And if you let those things go and get them out of your home and get them into a new home, donating, there's lots of ways to donate, not just Goodwill. There's lots of areas to donate. If you want to take the time to find places, there are so many out there. A lot of places will come to your front door and pick it up. Um, but letting that clutter go and bringing light to the things that we really use on a daily basis is is freeing, very, very freeing. And so I think that's my biggest advice is don't go by the bins, go to the area, go through your items, figure out what feels like something you're going to continue to use. And I'm not saying it's easy. Trust me, there is a lot of times. So my, my biggest story is whenever I I give puzzles away. I love puzzles. My family and I do puzzles at Christmas time. Um, and we're like intense, like cutthroat puzzle. Like don't get into my space or, Hey, I'm working on that section. Do not come over here. And one Christmas, my youngest daughter was up until 2 AM with a headlamp on the puzzle. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> and then her older sister comes down the stairs ready to work on the puzzle too. And they're both meeting at 2 AM to work on the puzzle. Cause you always want to put the last piece in. Anyway, so puzzles have a lot of joy to me. So every puzzle, and we power through them. We'll do like 10 to 15 in a Christmas season. Oh my. So it's really, it's, I know, and they're all thousand pieces at minimum. So it's very hard for me to get rid of these puzzles because there's emotion attached to them. But right. we don't want to do a puzzle two times in a row. So whenever I give a puzzle away, I feel like the, the Toy Story movie. I feel like it has like, it's like calling for me. And I feel like I just like gave up a piece of me. It's not always easy, no. but, but it's okay. And I know it's okay. Sometimes you have to talk to yourself a little bit about why am I upset? 
I'm because the puzzle is going away. I'm not getting rid of the emotion. We put we put personal attachments. We we um, give a false sense of identity to our items. We feel that those items have now become an extension of a person or a memory, when in in fact they they aren't. They they're they're just a puzzle. That's all. That's all it is. And you still and I, have the memory. <laughs> yeah. And and this is my philosophy. This is not backed by any science, but I believe that if we hold on to so many things that remind us of things, you are walking around in a museum, most likely of joy if you're holding on to it. We don't necessarily, well, some of us hold on to painful things. We just put them in bins. But if, if I just don't believe our brains are wired to be reminded every single day of all of these memories it doesn't allow us to live in the present it, it is forcing us back into the future every single day so i try to keep my area as generic as possible to allow new memories and reflect on what joy is bringing me that day and not oh my gosh i'm seeing that from two years ago and i remember that day and that and that and that and that you can't focus on the present if you're just constantly reliving the past. And that is also another reason why I feel it's okay to let things go. I love that. So in a way, you're not just organizing people's homes, you are helping them heal, helping them let go. Oh, yeah. um, even I know de when, when depression set, you don't wanna do anything. So even helping a person kind of like, you know get their life back in a sense because that clutter can get so overwhelming but when you're depressed you don't see none of that you you want to you want to pick that up but you know and so you kind of i don't know it's therapy you kind of giving out therapy a little bit therapy yeah <laughs> I'm an, right? I'm a therapist <laughs> yeah. yes but with that i have to be very careful you know i have to be very careful that i'm not pressing my i always tell them listen like i just said this is not backed by any science. This is how I feel. I have to make sure they understand that because um, I'm listened to, but my clients listen to me and I have to be very careful with the words I choose and, and how I approach each person because everybody feels emotionally very different and, and I have to respect that. Yeah, most definitely. I'm thinking of the shelf hoarders. I know that just came to me how, you know. Yeah outside looking in like why can't they just throw this stuff away and they're they're going through this stuff and they're like but this reminds me of john john this reminds me of you of my kid when they were born and then and mm -hmm. they and they don't want to let go of it because their present is kind of it's kind of empty so all they had like yes. there were the memories mm -hmm. connected yep. to things you know so yes. that's what made me think think that's what i thought of when you were talking like and like I'm like man and we're just on the outside like let it go and it's like I can't they can't let it go yeah. they wouldn't be on the show so <laughs> they're yeah they're fearful yeah. I, I have know. I have been in a um, couple worked with a couple different hoarding um, clients and it's it's very um it's very disheartening to see the pain that is involved in the things around them so yes but they're afraid. They don't want to let go because they don't know what the future brings. And so I'm just going to hold on to that past. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's a point. Cause I only, only think of us holding on to thoughts, you know, but things, 
things are they're tangible, right? So they're even yeah. more dangerous than thoughts. Because you can just let a thought go away. But if I see this and this reminds me of my prom or whatever, yes. I don't know where to go. Because you literally feel like you're throwing your dress and your date and the dance floor and the food, the dinner you went to, and you're throwing it in the garbage. Right. I know. <laughs> but you're not. You're not. You're absolutely not. And here's the most beautiful thing about memories. If we allow... <clears throat> And whether you believe in a God or a universe or whatever your higher power or not, I truly believe that we are reminded of our memories at the right time. And for me, I want to allow that to happen. I want my memories to come back to me when it's the right moment for me to remember them and really appreciate them. Not it to be a forced memory that I think about six or seven times a week. That's, yeah, because that's torture. <laughs> yes, it is torture. <laughs> That's straight torture. Yeah, well, I mean, you answered about four questions in that question, but. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I love it. I love it. I love everything you're saying because it's, it's a spiritual thing. It seems like it's just physical, but it's a spiritual and a mental healing. And when we get rid of things that no longer serves us, that we no longer need, um, it leaves room and space for new things to flow. So, yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, and I know this, it might be a little heavy, but if I wouldn't have let my marriage go, it was done serving me a purpose. If I would not have let that marriage go, I would still be feeling bad about myself. I would still be going absolutely nowhere other than just in my home, feeling like I was a nobody. But now I, I it was very painful. That was very painful to let go and very scary. I would not have everything I have today. And I think about that in, in lots of areas of, uh, even in my business, when, when something isn't serving me anymore, I'm like, okay, you know what? I really just need to let that go and see if something else will, will show itself. You know, I get, I get stuck on technology. Technology is not my friend. We don't get along. It doesn't like me and I don't like it. And so I started my business out with multiple systems, like technically savvy systems. And I've let almost all of them go. And I am a good paper and pencil kind of girl. I just, I had to let it go. Right. But now I have like, I've opened up myself to not be stressed. I'm not wasting money on having people help me with all of these technologically savvy apps on my phone. And there's there's just lots of ways you can look at letting things go. And clutter isn't just items. Clutter is even that. You know, I had I had tech tech technological techno I don't know what that word would be. I had clutter everywhere. It was all <laughs> over. I threw it out. <laughs> like forget straight out give me a notepad <laughs> but i love that because how many things do we hold on to in general that we because it, it, it's, it's trendy or it's hard to let go or um to prove a point how many times do we stay in situations or we hold on to things just for those reasons you know when it's not doing anything but hurting you <clears throat> exactly and i think it's important to figure out what, when you do let items go, 
what is the most freeing to you? Because some of the things we have to let go is also it, letting go of emotion. So, you know, when I said my, my father passed away, um, last week I went through the very last bin of his that I had. I, I didn't even realize, I thought it was Chad's, but it actually was mine. And it was the last bit of my dad's like yearbooks, stuff that he had held onto, like his, his very first Valentine when he was a baby, um, his baby book. And so I sat and I, tr oh, I mean, his high school, um, like his letterman's letter, all this stuff. And I looked at that and like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I went through, I went through almost every piece of paper and I just had such an amazing evening in front of the fire. I was by myself and I looked at all of it. I sorted through all of it and I looked at it and went, I don't want to look at this again. This was the most amazing time I've had. I didn't cry. I smiled. I laughed. So um, I had all of his stuff. I'm looking at all of it. And like I said, I decided I didn't want to ever look at it again. I want that was it was like the best evening. I had such an amazing time looking through his things and feeling so good. But I also knew I didn't want to throw it in the garbage because then I felt sad that those things ended, would end up in a landfill. Didn't right. want to put them in recycling because half the stuff that goes in recycling ends up in a landfill. <clears throat> it wasn't things to give away. And so I, I'm going to burn it. To me, that was like healing. I want to burn it. I want to watch his things burn in the fire this summer. We have a pit, uh, fire pit out back and we roast marshmallows. I want to just sit out there one evening with a glass of wine and I want to burn them. And to me, that's very healing. So that is another thing that I think people need to figure out when I have something that I know I want to get rid of. I, they might not want to give it to Goodwill, but maybe giving it to a, win, a woman's shelter that helps women get back on their feet or a men's shelter where they help men get suits so they can go apply for jobs, you know, whatever it might find that donation center or whatever it is that allows you to feel good about giving your things to a new home. I love that. I love that. I love that. So earlier, I know you wanted to touch upon follow, um, following your gut. And I think we touched upon Ooh, like your yeah. personal story of following your gut. Now for the person that is on the edge of following their gut, but they're still looking behind and they don't, <laughs> They just, they, they just don't want to leap forward out of fear. What advice would you have for that person? I have advice for that because boy, I had many years where I didn't follow that gut of mine and now I don't even give it a second thought. Anytime a moment comes. Now, I wouldn't do something like harmful. I'm not gonna, oh, I just want to like go rolling down my driveway. I really want to see what that feels like. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but um, you know, a lot of the times we get stuck in this. Immediately we think of it, but then we think of everything that can go wrong. Okay, if I make that step towards that thought that's in my brain, oh my gosh, what if I embarrass myself? Or what if they say no? Or what if they make fun of me behind my back? Or what if it doesn't work out? Like, what What if? And. I mean, I definitely had some of those, but I had support. I had the support of my family. For the first time in my life, I had such an amazing support system that didn't let me do that. But I learned <clears throat> moving forward that I don't rely on that support now. I just listen to that gut. 
I tell people all the time, follow your breadcrumbs. They're just little crumbs. There are so many different highways and paths that this world has for us. And I do think that there are more than one path for us. Just start going down one. Just grab it. Just grab it and go. Um, don't overthink it. Like the other uh, <clears throat> 2 a.m., I don't sleep very much anymore. <laughs> That's mainly menopause. But anyway, um, I think about things will come to my mind. And the other the other morning at 2 a.m., I thought, I want to do a networking group. I want to, uh, just local, just a few women that I think will help elevate me, will help make me achieve more. And I, I had like five of them just roll off the top of my head. The first thing I did is I grabbed my phone and I text one of them. Hey, I'm just thinking about, I think we should do a networking group. And as soon as I did that, I laid in bed and went, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Shoot. I hope she doesn't. Oh my gosh. If she doesn't want to do it and then she's going to be like, how do I tell Kim? This is not something I'm interested in. I just put her in an awkward situation. I went down the whole path, but what I did do is I acted and that is what's important. It's okay. If you want to have those feelings after you act, whatever. But she texted me two days later. She happened to be on a trip and said, I love that idea. I've actually been thinking about it myself. Just follow your instincts and your gut. I do believe we have this inner voice that we have just learned to shut out and we need to listen to it. And we also need to change our, our brain habits. So you've, you've trained yourself to ignore things that you come up with in your sleep or randomly when you're on a treadmill running or when you're on a walk in nature. We've trained ourselves to ignore it. So you have to retrain yourself. You've got to retrain yourself to listen you're gonna have to force yourself to start and it's gonna feel weird and it's gonna feel awkward. And you're gonna feel silly. You just never know where you're gonna go. You just don't. I have no idea. I don't know if I'll still be organizing a year from now or if my business will go in a different direction. I know I'll still be a business owner, but I just keep following these little breadcrumbs that are leading me to <clears throat> new opportunities and I, I think that is so important especially for younger people I tell my girls all the time this, don't overthink it just listen listen to yourself you know yourself better than anybody else that is that is so true and we start off in life as kids following that gut I yes. want that ice cream I want that toy I don't want to go to bed you know and then during like as you progress in life, it feel like it gets smaller. The voice gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And I don't know if that's due to just life in general or re like prioritizing things over yourself. Or I don't know how that happens in the midst of life. But right. I like the fact that you use the word retrain because this is something we naturally did as children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And I do think, you know, as, as a parent, I, I definitely try and, and help my girls retrain themselves. Um, but that's because I've personally learned. I don't want to put it all on parents, but if there's there any parents listening out there, tell your kids to follow them, follow their, their gut instincts. It's never wrong. I've told my girls that I was mainly telling my girls that to guilt them if they were ever doing something wrong. If your gut tells you no, I used to say, if your gut tells you it's wrong, or if you have, if you can't tell the principal at school, then you shouldn't be doing it. Tell my mom. 
<laughs> but that gut is also good when with jumping into a new, you know, jumping into a new endeavor, a new idea. You know, my whole platform is a gut feeling. So, you know, and and I have no idea what I'm doing from day to day, but this is something that I enjoy doing. You know, so yes. it is very important. And 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 you are right. A gut does, when you follow your gut, you do look absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> And yes. some people may not understand that, but it's it's your journey. So as long as you understand it and you enjoy it, that's what's important. And seeing something come full circle, that is the best feeling in the entire world. Right. The best feeling. I, I remember reaching out to somebody. It was exactly a year ago this month. I reached out to somebody very blindly, just reaching out to them. It was a long shot. Um, and nothing happened nothing happened nothing happened nothing happened still have stayed in touch still have stayed in touch and a year later i'm getting a, an amazing client out of it you but i didn't know why i was reaching out to this person i just did i just said hi that was it wow. follow you on social media i you know i just wanted to say hey I, you know i enjoy it, blah 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 so you just never know but seeing that full circle it helps retrain yourself when you see something that you have acted on and it comes to some sort of ending that you didn't even see or new beginning it's so much easier to do it the next time yeah because now you have evidence you have evidence yeah, yeah. it's yeah. something about that evidence that keep you going yeah <laughs> I think that's our human nature we got to see it yes exactly <laughs> so so here on BYOK we have a signature question and it is if you could describe yourself in one word what is it and why fierce mmm uh, why? There isn't a lot of gray area with me. I'm, I'm, you're fairly black or white in my world. Um, and if you're in my world, we're good. If you're not, that's okay. There's no hard feelings. There's no anger, but you're just not in my world. Fierce. That is definitely my word. Love that round. <laughs> I'm also a Leo, so maybe that's why. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's definitely my sister. If you're in, you're in. If you're out, you're out. <laughs> exactly. So how can people find you if, um, if they want to refer, refer someone to you in your area? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you can find me on the internet at uh, rustichomeorganizing.com or rhorganizing.com. Either will get you to me. Um, I am on Instagram at rustic underscore home underscore organizing. Um, and then on Facebook at Rustic Home Organizing. And um, I just want people to know that I am an open book. And <clears throat> I, have, I was on another podcast uh, this last year and wanted to make sure I open the invitation for anybody that wants to reach out to me that wants to know further tidbits about me or wants to reach out for any other reason I am always there I answer my dms and I just again it's another one of those following your guts so if I'm a part of that gut please reach out I'm happy to help in any way I can I love that. I love that, Kim. This has been a pleasure. I am um, just so happy that you decided to be on, to be on my podcast today and to just bless my listeners as well as myself with your knowledge, your wisdom, and your journey. I'm truly inspired. <laughs> well, I am very honored anytime I get to speak my journey to 
anybody that will listen. So this is definitely a pleasure for me. And I appreciate what you're doing and giving a voice to people and um, somebody that others can listen to and glean knowledge from. I think that's wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And listeners, I hope that you have just grabbed on to some of these nuggets that Kim has shared. If it doesn't serve you, let it go. Let it go. (laughs) And And be patient with the process of letting it go. And also, organization is a project it's nothing that needs to be done in a day now, that was a yeah. good tidbit very well recap way to go love it until next time be sure to be kind to yourself and to each other bye thank you